Good evening, everybody. <laughs> I'm just with my calisthenics. <laughs> uh, we're just going to wait a few moments to let uh, people join us here in the room. So uh, talk amongst yourselves in the meantime. You see there, that's... Oh, there we go. We've got a viewer coming in. And that's coming in on YouTube. So um, that's quite handy. Little tool. Anyway... Are you right, Yanis? Absolutely, yes. <laughs> totally ready. He's just sat there thinking, what is this guy doing? Why is he talking to himself? <laughs> no, that's okay. That's okay. People will come into the room very shortly. Here we go. Wonderful, wonderful. Good evening, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Got a shout out in the comments box where you're from. Hello. There is on this platform about a 25-second delay. Okay between saying something, person and then, hearing it, and then putting the comment back in. Okay. So it's lousy for mediumship. Um, <laughs> seriously is. Hello, Gail. Good evening. There we go. We're all coming into the room now. How wonderful. So, where do I start? We have got a very, very nice gentleman for you this evening. Uh, as all our guests on uh, our Lyceum nights, we've got a gentleman who, would it be fair to say you're still fairly new? Fairly new. Fairly yes. new to spiritualism. Uh, and your name is Yanis, and please will you pronounce your surname so I can at least attempt it later on. Yes, it's Matsukatov. I'll just call you Yanis. Just call me Yanis. <laughs> it's easy, it's easy for everyone. <laughs> But you can call me anything. I'm still going to be the same. <laughs> I would just call you Yanis. <laughs> Seriously. I had this awful thing in my head and I kept pronouncing it. I ate anus. And I'm like, that doesn't that sound, doesn't sound right. Yeah. <laughs> that sounded rude. Well, I always say it's Ian with the S on the end. Oh, Ian. Always oh, Ian's or Yanis. Oh, Ian. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, but you're from Hitchin in Hertfordshire. Yes. And you're down with us at Paul this weekend yes. to take part in tonight and to take our divine service tomorrow. So, yes. well, looking forward to seeing your work. Um, if you just give our viewers just a little bit of background on yourself, how you came into spiritualism. Okay. The abridged version. We're only on for an hour. Okay. okay. Well, first of all, thank you very much for having me. Pleasure. And I'm really looking forward to tomorrow. Uh, I think it's going to be a wonderful, wonderful morning as is going to be a wonderful evening tonight. Uh, my name is Yanis, and um, even though I have always been slightly different, I only came into spiritualism and mediumship in the last five years. I sat in the circle five years ago with the COVID on and off, and the last six months were actually first time gone on the platform. Yeah, And it's all just opened up very quickly. It's starting to come out. Uh, I start seeing things. And it seems doing all right. But what happened is um, I went to a spiritual church a long time ago. I seen a medium and they told me that I have a gift and I can do it. And then I sat in the circle for a little while. And, of course, it kind of didn't work out. I had new business, uh, family, kids. Um, so I've gone off of it. Five years ago, my spiritual guide came to me at night and started talking to me. He sat next to me in bed and started talking. So I asked him politely to go away, and he didn't. He came the next day and brought his guitar, and he started playing the guitar. And I said, right, stop that noise. I will do what you want me to do. I will go on the platform, and I will go to the church, and I will become a medium. Just stop playing that music. And here we are. Brilliant. But you, you told me something quite interesting uh, earlier on when we were chatting, that you went to see quite a well-known medium. Are yes. you all right to share that? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I kind of knew I have something. So there was a medium at that point on the television uh, in England, Colin Fry. So I thought, right, I'm going to go and see him. So me and my wife got in the car, we drove there, stuck in traffic. Um, so it was quite late, so I literally drove into the studio. I literally drove right outside and said, I'm really sorry, it starts in five minutes, I'm very late, can you let me in? He said, right, park there, where Colin Fry parks, so I park next to him. He said, just go through the back door. So I didn't get the message at all that evening, 
but I thought it's quite fascinating and it's absolutely brilliant. So when I was walking out, I had to go through the back to get to my car. Colin Fry was outside smoking a cigarette. So as I was walking out, he said, come here, can I talk to you? So do you imagine I completely panicked? And he said, I know you. And I said, no, you don't. I never seen you in my life. I was really stressed. <laughs> I definitely never seen you in my life. He said, I can see through you. And I know I have met you before. And he asked me where I live. I said, near Hitchin. He said, there's a wonderful uh, church in Hitchin. Hitchin Spiritualist Church. Go there. And I did. And I never forget that moment. I was still looking for answers. I didn't know what was happening to me. And I walked in and lovely lady Penny Cook, she opened the door and said, you look lost. I said, you can say that again. <laughs> I went to London just to find the church next door to me. Um, so after the beautiful service, she gave me a little card and she said, go and see this medium, Shelley West. And since that day, she changed my life. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. And I find that fascinating when you said that, because as I said, my uh, knowledge of you was simply by one post came up on Facebook uh, and acknowledging your first ever solo yes. flight. Yeah. You know, the service we all dread, but yes. the service. <laughs> and just when I read it, I thought, yeah, there's something interesting. There. I don't know what it is, and that's fine. I'll leave it to upstairs. So, yeah, we're looking forward. I always say, you know what? Every life is full of potential, but it's up yes. to us if we maximize that or not. Yeah, absolutely. We all have that uh, innate power within us to be magnificent. Totally agree with you. And like I said earlier, we are 99% spirit and 1% carbon. Mm. So we all have it. And I know some people saying, well, I want to be like you. I want to be spiritual. You don't have to go look anywhere else. Just go within. Yeah. We keep saying that the uh, kingdom is within you. You don't have to look outside. You just have to look inwards. Very true, very true. And this is one of the wonderful things, isn't it, about spiritualism, that yeah. we, um, everybody goes to a religion or belief structure or whatever, which suits their mindset. Obviously, the most commonest uh, religions and belief structures are the major orthodox churches, and they, they give you the rules, don't they? This yes. will happen if you don't do that. If you yeah. do this, this will happen spiritualism actually just says is keys yeah go and open the door well let me bring this uh point of view uh i heard it before it's not mine it's elephant in the room and um it's okay. a story where <laughs> basically six people been blindfolded mm -hmm. and asked them to go and um touch the elephant because of the elephant so big the person who touched um the leg said this thing that i'm touching is like a tree the one i was touching the ear said um this thing it's like a fan the one at the task said this thing whatever i'm touching is like a spear and the one at the side said it's like a wall and of course the one at the back who was touching the tail said it's like a rope and that's what I found. When you blindfold it, you only touch the thing that you can see. Mm -hmm. And all religions, it's like a blindfold man. Even though they lead into the same thing, they only see the part that you're allowed to see or they allowed you to see. Mm -hmm. And I found the spiritualism, the true spirituality, is the elephant only if you take the blindfold. Yeah. And you look at the thing, you will see spirituality. Hopefully that makes sense. We like that. But we do like what that. I like is that even though religion is are never gonna go against religion, yeah. every religion points to something much bigger than yourself. Mm. It's one consciousness, one awareness, something much bigger that sort of if you start looking into it, you realize that there's something more to life. Yeah. Unfortunately, with religion, there's also power comes in and it's a bit of a control. Okay. And it's almost like 
you've been let in, but you still don't see where you're going. You're like a blindfold touching an elephant. Mm. But once you step out of religion and go into spirituality, you see it's all beauty yeah. right in the front of you. Very nice. Very nice philosophy there. Thank you. Yeah, and Arisha there, a lovely medium down in the West Country, agrees. Yeah, that, it does. It makes a lot of sense. Thank you very much. So this, this is the easy question. Okay. <laughs> what, what does spiritualism, you know, I'm not talking about your evidential medium uh, part of your life or, you know, the gifts of, um, not gifts, we keep saying gifts, they're not gifts to me. Uh, the faculties of spiritualism, but what does actually spiritualism, what's that brought into your life? It brought peace, mm -hmm. calmness, clear vision. And I can bring this um, another way of saying it. Each one of us have to climb that mountain. As we came from spirit with our soul to into being human into physical form on a level two or three we have to climb that mountain and each person um, will take that path whether you want it or not if you don't do it in this life you will have to do the next yeah and what i found some people is standing at the bottom of the mountain and see somebody walking or coming down and then they ask them question so how was it at the peak oh it was beautiful i saw this which way did you go i went on a west side of the mountain that way it's easy and he saw another person coming down and uh, he asked him what did you see and he explained completely different the same peak but he didn't see the sun he saw the moon because he got there late and so on and so on and so on so just standing at the bottom you will never appreciate what is at the top until you make your way all, all the way to the top and that's what my spirituality brought to me it's peace in a vision and finally i can stand on the top of that peak and see what i'm meant to see what is belongs to me what is relating to me you um, some, some people might watch the sun going down or the moon i might just look at the bottom all the way down and saying i've done it I walked all the way up, and this is for me. That feeling, even though you try to explain, you will never be able to share with others because it's your inner perfection. This is going to be a cracking service tomorrow. And this, you know what? Absolutely love it. Absolutely. You, you've got it. Because yeah, once I've gone on that path... Um, it's never easy, okay? Once I got in spiritu into spirituality, sat in the circle, and I started to understand things, I'm thinking, you know what? I like this. Mm -hmm. God is there, or energy, whatever it is, Jesus Christ, Buddha. I'm thinking, yes. And then something happened that brought me back down to earth because at that point I was flying before I was walking. Yeah. But even so, when you get on the spiritual path, the divine energy will test you. Oh, yes. It will really test you. Do you really want it? Do you have the inner vision, power, control, and self-belief? Because at that point, well, when I was at the bottom, I completely lost all the faith. Mm -hmm. Until the voice came and he said, you have to trust yourself, not just us. You have to build that inner strength before you run in, mm -hmm. before you go. And once you really trust them, you have to take that leap of faith. You're standing literally on the top of that mountain and you're thinking, they just end. I can't see anything. Do you have the strength to take that next step? Yeah. And if you do, spirit will come and say, there you go. Yeah. We can trust you. And it's both. I need to trust spirit. Spirit needs to trust me. You see, if you're going into sp spirituality, for a reason that you try to gain something out of it rather than your own development you might be stumble upon lots of difficulties mm -hmm. you will be yep. going up and down it's your inner 
pathway to the top of the mountain. Brilliantly put. Oh, loving this. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. you. You touch on an energy there, uh, something that I, I see. Uh, I see it slightly differently, but I see the same cause and effect there about your engagement is with spirit and spirit is part of that engagement. Uh, I, I say quite a lot to people who are either developing or searching or finding their own way and they go, well, I sit there and wait for spirit to come to me. And it's like, well, why should they? Yeah. What what effort have you put into it? You know, yeah. I'm going to sit here on my own every night and wait for my friends to come knocking at the door. Well, you know what? Probably not going to happen. Yeah. But if I invite my friends in, and if I make it a hospitable atmosphere for That's them, it. they will not only come in, they will have a good time and want to come back. Yeah. You know, we do have, uh, I call it passive mediumship. And it's reflected in some of our evidential mediums, our healing mediums, philosophical mediums, whatever their uh, abilities are. And you just see this passiveness of, oh, well, I'm just standing here waiting for spirit to draw close. And I'm like, why? Go then, get them. You know, go get them, girl. See, you're right. It's like having a car, winter came, and snow is everywhere. But you still have the summer tires trying to draw from the snow all you will do is crush. Mm -hmm. And that's what happens. And then they go, oh, it didn't work out for me. In order really to have a connection with spirit, you have to change yourself. You need to put those tires, the winter tires, so you can go through any snow around any corner with a total belief. But also it happened to me because when my spiritual guide came, Joseph, he changed the way I think, the way I eat. I stopped eating meat. I stopped drinking coffee. And all of that it happened within me because I basically, I will drink a coffee and go, that doesn't sit right. My energy is all over. I'm on, I'm on balance. So I changed that. So you have to kind of prepare yourself because you are a tool for a spirit. And you are, like I said, 99% spirit. But you need to change yourself in order to bring the spirit closer. Because if you are a tool, you need to sharpen your beliefs yeah. and believe in yourself. And sometimes people always say, well, if I had the time and I will meditate, but I don't because I have children. You know what? Your children is your path. I work nine till five and at the weekends I'm looking after my elderlies. They are your path. Because when you do that, you have to appreciate that each one of us is part of God's creation. The trees, the cat, you and me. So if I want to help you because you are my father or my brother, I'm helping another manifestation of God. I'm not just helping you because some people will say, what a nice person. He's helping his father or he's looking after children. When I'm helping my children, I'm helping God in this manifestation to find its own way on the path to the top of the peak. Could you listen to my meditation this morning? No. Sorry. <laughs> if you listen to it, you will you will know why I'm asking it. Okay. Because I've read something literally within the last 48 hours and it put exactly what you just said in a slightly different way that everybody we meet is God. Yes. We are God. We accept that premise that we are God. Therefore, everybody we meet is God. And yeah. everybody we meet and how we treat them is our reflection of God. 100%. And here we are a little while later saying the same Thank you, guys. <laughs> it's just another confirmation that God is all your spiritual, all my yeah. spiritual guides are listening yeah. and they're bringing the same thing just to confirm. Yeah. I also find when we're talking about God, people thinking, Oh, where's God? Is he in the top of the mountain? Mm -hmm. Or he is by the bus stop. I found myself getting on the bus and I meet people, just one look and you connect. And all my favorite one is being at the airport and watch everybody going by and you just connect to people and you look at them. They're busy, but that's another soul. I can see another soul 
and more souls just walking around looking for what I'm looking within myself. Yeah. And I always say, don't try to change anyone. No one can do anything for me other than me working on myself. Yeah. I can't do anything for you rather than working on myself. Yeah. Because if you do that, you create the space when people have difficult lives or something happening and it not, it's not going the right way. You create the space for them to come out for air and you bring in that space to them. When they want to come out and play and relax and regenerate, you are there. You don't have to say anything, but just be the energy mm. where they can be comfortable. Wonderful, 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 wonderful. Uh, a quick shout out to everybody. Uh, good evening, all of you who's just joined. Sorry, apologies there. I'm so engrossed with what's being said here tonight. Uh, absolutely beautiful. I I really love uh, the energy where you're at because it is about bringing that responsibility back to us. I do notice in people, and it's, it's a general thing, I think it's a general trait of humanity, so no matter what corner of the world you're in, you will find this. We're either looking for a saviour figure or we're looking for somebody to blame. Yes. You know, and uh, it's absolving us of that responsibility, you yes. know, because, oh, I've got a saviour figure. If I worship them, they're going to save me. Or the other side of it is, oh, I've gone back through a past life. And, yeah, the past life is why I'm a complete so-and-so now. So it's all that life's fault. You know, here I am. I'm innocent victim of what, he, what I did in a previous life. And you just think, what? Yeah. <laughs> what? Absolutely. But yeah, it, and this is a beautiful gift, isn't it, within spiritualism, uh, that when you are involved in the churches and centres, excel in this side of it about opening doors for people. Yeah. You know, allow people. So through, I noticed you had a discussion group at your church recently. Yes. How awesome, which is on the calendar to come into Paul. So we're not copying him, everybody, okay? We're working together. <laughs> it's already on the calendar. No, we're working together. We bring the same exactly. structure into every part of everyone being. Yes. And we, we, because we've got this, you know, I always say this, we didn't want to be in this line. You know, as human beings, we did not want to be in this situation of everything that's going on in the world. But we are. Yes. And one of the good traits about human beings is they try and find the light at the end of the tunnel. They yes. try and find that little saving grace that can, you know, take the edge off of things. And this time uh, within our movement for spiritualism, if we go back through the history, because we've been hearing a lot about the historical figures and also what happened within our movement in the mm. past. This is coming more and more to the fore on evenings like this, Lyceum services, etc., etc., etc. And it was at the times of greatest hardships that spiritualism actually really stepped up to the mark. Yes. Really did. We had great social reforms in the 1870s, I believe it was, uh, where children's welfare came to the fore and bills were passed to protect children because in those days they were a disposable thing. Yeah. You know, if they went up the chimney and didn't come down, it didn't matter because we got another one and he can go up and get the other one down. Yeah. Uh, and that was life of those days. And there were very ardent spiritualists who had not been told by spirit what to do because I don't... Spirit never tell me what to do. They'll suggest things. Yeah. They'll say, have you thought about it this way or have you thought about it that way? But they don't say, you've got to go out and do that now. Only once, and that was uh, an emergency. But through that opening of the mind, through that communication with the other world, through the, the writings of the time, uh, absolutely amazing texts came out. It changed people. And people suddenly went from being, you know, we're talking people here who were moneyed. And in those days, if you were moneyed, you were all right. If you weren't moneyed, yeah. you were shafted, you know, forget it. But these were moneyed people 
who through spiritualism went out and campaigned and changed laws that are actually detrimental to some of the other moneyed class. Mm -hmm. So it's actually a bit of a, a, a conflicting thing. Uh, but through spiritualism, after the First World War, after the Second World War, it brought so much comfort and upliftment and again great social changes coming yes. in. And here we are now in an era where, my goodness, we need social changes. Absolutely. And through this religion, through this way of life in spiritualism, we have access to that inspiration uh, and in our own abilities as well. And if we can take that courage from our own abilities and go, do you know what? I always say, within our movement, the last 30-odd years, it's been dumbed down a wee bit in general. I'm not saying everybody, but in general. And it's become all about the message. And I say, well, do you know what? You've been listening to messages for the last 5, 10, 15, 20, 25 years. It really is time that you came to a, a verdict. It's, came, yes. it's like the world's <laughs> longest running court case, yeah. you know? You hear it week in, week out, got your mother here, X, Y, Z. Oh, yeah, she definitely had my mother there. And <laughs> yeah. that means what? Well, I have to say um, it's what we call now at the moment what is happening is a, a reawakening, okay, mm. new understanding. I'm at the moment reading actually a book uh, that's been written during the Second World War. And people didn't have churches much to go, yep. but they will sit in a circle yeah. in people's houses. And the thing that happened in there, how the spirit came and manifest themselves and brought gifts from spirit in the physical form as a flower or little um, things that you can, you know, like a brochure. It's absolutely amazing. So I'm reading this book, found completely fascinating. But it's also the movement, and I found lots of youngsters online. I have lots of lots of friends that are connecting all over the world. It's what we call a true new reawakening to spirit. Yeah. A new understanding that the greatest institution on this plane is a human heart. No bureaucracy will transform earth into heaven, but human heart, the heart of Christ. Your heart can do it. It only takes one heart to start the whole chain. And it's truly happening. And I see lots around young people. But they need guidance. Because there's so much online. And there's lots of different directions they can go. Mm. But we try to bring them into a churches, into the circle. Our circle is growing immensely. We've got 18 people. Lovely. It's growing, it's growing, it's growing, and it's a new awakening to spirituality. And after, like you said, it's opportunities. After the hardship of COVID and people was locked down, churches was closed, people realized for themselves that they can change, bring that change around them, around other people. And what I found also people went and start walking into the woods, into the nature, connect to nature. Once you connect to nature, you automatically connect to the divine mm -hmm. because that's part of it. Yeah. And it's really, really happening. And second, reawakening is within us. Okay. It's climbing those 33 steps to heaven within us because 33 vertebrates each person has. And when Christ said it's 33 steps to heaven, it means the energy that they coiled in the bottom of your spine. It's the reawakening of that energy within you and let that energy climb all the way to your pineal gland, which is the only gland that is single because we live in the duality. We have the left brain and the right brain constantly battling with ourselves. But if we can unite dualities, see past that and reawaken our pineal gland, which is direct connection to the divine energy, then we can bring that change and become one, not just within ourselves, but one with everyone. And love everyone as you love yourself. Interesting. Yeah, that is so interesting. I, you know what, I'm listening to you and I'm quite heartened, um, as we discussed previous to going on air, 
Um, I have concerns about some of the practices which are coming in under the banner of spiritualism, which quite frankly are not. I'm not saying they're wrong, but they are not spiritualism. Yeah. So, you know, I'm not dismissing it, but I'm just saying this isn't spiritualism. And I know it sounds a little bit pedantic, uh, but like anything, if you water it down enough, you lose the taste. Yeah. We've got a question here from lovely Sue Townsend. Hello, Sue. Yanis, have you noticed that your philosophy is expanding into deeper understanding? Also, do you also take a lot of inspiration from experiences in everyday life? Very good question. What I realize once my spiritual guide starting starting to come into me, he start talking through me and start um, showing me little bits where I need to look, which book do I need to read. Lots of it is reading through lots of books, but then one book where I read, it said, you are the spirit walking through the darkness. Your life is your darkness. Doesn't matter how beautiful it is. Some people saying, well, how can your life be darkness when you have nice house and a nice car and a wonderful family? Yes. But nice life can take you a different direction away from spirit because you're starting to look outside yourself for happiness. Mm. It's like getting in a hot tub and yeah. this is nice, but if I have a glass of wine, it's going to be even better. And if I have grapes, that's going to be even better. That way you're getting stuck completely out of yourself. You're yeah. looking outwards whether that inwards and that's where the life can be dark because even those luxuries can take you on the, right, on the wrong way and some people truly struggling yeah okay yeah. and i always said one thing if you have everything you ever wanted in life big house lots of money and holidays unfortunately you might not be connected to spirit because it will be much more difficult to find the inner peace because you're always looking outside. Does that make sense? Hopefully that answers your questions. But you know what? Each person's pathway is your life because we come from spirit and we choose our lives. We choose the difficulties we want to overcome and we also choose our parents. I know lots of people will say, well, I didn't choose my parents because yeah. whatever. We did. Yeah. And the older the spirit, he will choose more difficult life because he knows that within himself he can overcome those difficulties because he already have the knowledge. And also philosophy and knowledge. Well, I found that once I start reading books, some things resonate with me, not by thinking, oh, my God, I'm learning, but I am unlearning the programming that I had because everything is already within us. We came programmed with the understanding of the universe, yeah. but we've forgotten because of the society, schooling, I'm not going yeah. too far there, okay. but we've been programmed to forget. And once you're starting to unprogram yourself, it just all day, it just comes like a beautiful flower. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree totally. Um, and I'm finding more more and more uh to just for my own personal mediumship is just shifting my awareness to a place where i'm not engaging in anything and it's it's yeah it's interesting but the results are amazing wow yeah you have to turn wow. the television off and stop watching that program you have to not get engaged in people's melodrama doesn't mean yeah. you doesn't have a heart or compassion you can do all of that but not get engaged because when you engage in somebody's difficulties and melodrama, what you're telling them is you're struggling. Mm. And that's the worst thing you can ever say, but I'm here and I am so sorry for you. What I try to do is saying, you already have everything you're looking for. Just come out with me into the space where you can be yourself, not being Oh, I've got a job, or I've got to do this, or I've got to do this. You can do all of that, but your consciousness can raise. So something I will talk lots about tomorrow in my address. It's where you have seven different levels of consciousness. 
Okay. Okay. And you can leave, I will go more into detail. Yeah. But you can leave on all of them at the same time. Yeah. You can go to your heart level, fourth chakra, and love somebody. But if they want you up, doesn't mean you have to constantly love them. You can come down to your second chakra where you can tell them off for not being yeah. horrible to or you. Whatever. But then you go up back again. You don't stay there and constantly moaning about that person. And you bring that energy within yourself. And you're constantly repeating, repeating, repeating. That person did something bad to me. Yeah. You can go back straight into your heart after telling them off. And tell them that you love them. And if they fall again, you're there to pick them up and show your support and love. And not going back to the second chakra with them. Bring them up even just for one second. Once they see it, it will stay within them. Mm -hmm. And they will find the time when they come back again and again. My way, um, uh, often said, when we have conflicts, because we do have conflicts mm -hmm. in our life, um, but, yeah, we can tend to hold that energy. Yeah. I was talking the other day about a lady who's now in spirit, and there was friction in the family, and it went back over 25 years, but every time something was mentioned about the family... This row was there present living yeah. today. And it's like, wow, yeah. um, can you not put that to one side? Yes. Yeah. What I always say is do what you do with your enemy, but never put them out of your heart. If you go to defend yourself, you defend yourself. If you need to fight, you fight. But you never put them out of your heart. Very good. Very good. Uh, let me do some lovely comments coming in. I like the unlearning. Oh, yeah, there we go. Phil, Phil Shaw, I like the unlearning through learning. Totally on point. Absolutely. Because throughout our lives, we develop too many mirrors. Schooling, social society, your job, and you have to be in a certain way. And all you have to do is still doing all of those things, but you push the mirrors and let yourself see clearly. Yeah. Because when you're stuck in those mirrors, you're stuck in your own metrics, you keep constantly looking at yourself and you're constantly battling with yourself. You're bringing the same thing over and over. So by unlearning, you realize that you are God yourself. Brilliant, 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 brilliant. Uh, yes, I agree, Phil. Uh, you have the hallmark of an excellent teacher, Yanis. Thank you very much. Really very appreciate good. it. Excuse me. Not my cat is at the window. All <laughs> oh, right. Yes, please. Carry on talking. Um, life can be a matrix. Not the matrix that movie we watched, but matrix of different differences in each person. For example, I'm a body. I have a body and I also have a personality. Lots of people live on a personal level, which is psychological level, constantly talking to themselves and get lost in that way. For example, you wake up in the morning and at that point for just a few seconds, everything is fine, mm -hmm. isn't it? Oh yeah. Until yeah. you suddenly realize, oh, I need to go to the toilet. And then next thing, oh, I need a coffee. Oh, what time it is? I need to go and do something else. You can come over. Yeah. You can come and sit here. And then the next thing, and the next thing. And before you're realizing that your rational mind takes over and you completely forget your normal heart and you start running around. Throughout the day, you can change so many times. You can be happy in the morning. Five minutes later, you can be angry. Everything going fine. You're taking your children and someone cut you up with the car. The anger comes. And that psychological uh, reality can take over. Mm. We just need to step away. You can have all of that. And my way, the best way to explain is four different types of consciousness. First one is a horse. Okay? Horse will do its own thing unless you teach him what to do. Then you have the carriage. Horse and the carriage. Now, horse is the first way of consciousness because it's almost doing whatever it is without you doing too much to it in the beginning yeah. once you have a carriage you realize that that horse will go where the carriage goes or the carriage goes where the horse goes and then third way of consciousness is the driver 
Now the driver is in control of the horse and the carriage. He decides where it goes. But the driver still stuck because he's got to control the horse, he needs to feed the horse and look after the carriage. And you only elevate yourself to the fourth level of consciousness where you are a passenger. You can get in, in that carriage, and you go exactly where you want to go. You ask the driver, the driver takes the horse and the carriage and takes you there. And you can just step out. Now, all those three things can still carry on happening because that's your life. You need to go to work, you need to look after your kids, and you need to do nice things to your neighbor and go to the church and learn about spirituality. But the fourth part of consciousness can just come in and come out without engaging in yeah. everyday life. Cracking. Why didn't you tell me that 10 years ago? You would have saved me a lot of bloody work. <laughs> Excellent. Um, Michelle Brown, she's uh, asking, are you Greek? Um, and if so, were you brought up in the Greek Orthodox? I am half Greek, and I'll tell you a wonderful story. I will try to be quick. Yes, in the Greek Orthodox Church. But I have to say, I end up arguing with my priest. Uh, because that went well. <laughs> Greek priests are like gods, especially it's a small village. Mm -hmm. And I saw him at the caffeineer, which is like a coffee shop. And he was having whatever he's having. I walked in and I said, hi. He said, hi to me. He said, you haven't been to the church with his deep voice. Oh, I, said, I need to practice that for when I'm around Paul. You yeah. haven't been to the church. That's it. Oh, and I said, <laughs> stuff you. <laughs> sorry for saying that to all Orthodox people. Stuff you and your church. <coughs> he went, you can't do that. Yes, I can. You are a priest. Inside the church, you are God. Outside... You are nothing more than just another soul in the human physical body, just like me. And you know what he did? He came up to me. He shake my hand. He gave me a hug and said, you are the first person to talk to me like a human. Not coming in and going, oh, my God. Yes, sorry. Uh -huh. Kissing my hand. Uh -huh. And since then, we become best friends. And he said, because you're treating me like a normal human being outside my church. Wasn't that wonderful that he's got that outlook because yeah. lots of wooden. Yeah. Lots of yeah. people <laughs> A lot of people may have found that a bit challenging. Yeah. Shall we say? Shall we say? Um, thank you, Phil. I don't need any accent coaching. I have a bottle of diamond white and I can do any <laughs> accent either you like. <laughs> Brilliant. Yes. Yeah, you know, there's so many things I want to talk to you about now. Um, I, I really love where you're coming from on your philosophy. I Thank really you. do. I'm so grateful to upstairs when they gave me the nudge uh, about you because I'm not going to. Okay. As I said at the beginning of this, uh, each and every one of us is full of potential. Yes. Uh, some people will reach it and some people may take a longer journey to get there. Uh, I think your potential is very much there. And you know what? It fills me really with happiness to know that there are people like yourself within this move because you're in the next generation. You know, the old fogies like me, we're going to be dust before much longer. Uh, and it's going to be down to you and the following successive generations. And what you're saying tonight, actually, I just think, you know what? There is this light for spiritualism. There is this potential. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Uh, have you got any more questions out there at all for Yanis? Because I'm getting really blown away here because I've got, I think a lot about what's being said. And what you're saying is, I know tomorrow's service is going to be amazing because a good philosophy, people should go out with their mind whirring. Yeah. And I know that they will be. And I'm sorry to make you blush. I do apologize. Oh, no, that's okay. That's okay. But thank you very much. It's really appreciated, especially feedback like that. Let's me aware that I'm on the right path. Because something we don't get um, as working mediums mm. and... I kept getting, uh, probably about six months ago, uh, this thought came into my mind about we're not looking after our mediums. And the more I worked with that, the more I understood it, not just 
in their own welfare, but also in their spiritual understanding, because we have these opportunities. Uh, these Saturday nights now have really taken on a life of their own. Uh, I know that we've got five at least working mediums in the room here tonight. Mm. Those who have put comments in, I'm sure there are others listening, and others will listen later on. And we can exchange viewpoints, and we yes. can actually talk to each other in our own peer groups. Um, I'm sure you've had this, and please, I'm not being disrespectful. We go out and do a service, finish a service, and you go, how was that? Oh, it was lovely. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was, yeah, it was lovely. And you keep hearing that. Yeah. And you're like, actually, I'd like somebody to say to me, well, do you know what? Yeah. This. Or this you know could... what? Actually, I love your philosophy. Highlight a part of your service. Mm. I like, at the moment, I'm working on my constant feedback. So not through the service, but afterwards, I will always ask people, how was it? But be honest. Is anything I can improve? There's a two ways conversation mm. because one, okay, I have a connection to spirit and I say my things. At the same time, it's what people want to hear. See, so I always ask afterwards, what can I improve on? And some people do say, maybe you could have, uh, give a longer message or maybe you could describe my mom a bit better. So everybody's yeah. slightly different. So we have to tailor our mediumship for people because without yeah. people, we're just people who talk to invisible people. Yeah. Walking around going, yeah, okay, yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah. You know, have and a staff meeting every five yeah. minutes. <laughs> <laughs> It's when we can, uh, this is going to sound very conceited, but it certainly isn't because I'm not. It, it's when we can get that feedback from our own peer group. Yeah. So we're talking about other mediums who also go out and walk the walk, do talk the talk. When we can start getting feedback and con conversation going with others in our own peer group, I think that's going to be one of the big keys for development. Yeah. Um, I'm noticing with our workshops and courses that we're having here now, there is this demand there for conversation. Yeah, absolutely. Which was, it was never, it wasn't allowed, not wasn't allowed, it was just never taken up upon. Well, that's why discussions yeah. groups are good, because lots of mediums and normal people and everybody get together. <laughs> you mean normal people? Yeah. Us mediums are normal. <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah, the, the strange ones yeah <laughs> the, the really weird ones um it actually helps because you go to do a service you do your thing and then you go and you you know you never actually had the conversation i mean the online what you're doing is absolutely phenomenal absolutely love it because it connects people from all over the world and we have that technology now and it's wonderful. Mm. Facebook and all other social media. Yes, some people are scared of it because there's always darkness. But you find those dark people in on your bus stop, you know, yeah. in the car, you're driving past and someone throw a fag in your window. It happens everywhere. And yes, you will find people. But if you just stay that slightly higher and radiate with that wonderful energy, you will draw the other people. And that's what you're doing. You're connecting people. I'm on the Facebook, connecting to people literally all over the world, China, Japan, America, and so mm -hmm. on and so on, because we try to bring that spirituality. And lots of people maybe don't have, like in Spain, for example, or in Greece, we don't have spiritual churches or the circles. This was something that came out with our online talks when mm -hmm. we first started doing them in 2020. Uh, and I was ignorant to it, and I'm sure that a lot of people um, who are maybe watching tonight and have watched in the past, we got we got we got our view that you know in the UK. I used to speak English. I've given it up. I'll try that again. We had this very strange view that because the UK, you've got a spiritualist church or a centre virtually on yeah. every corner. Uh, that it was the same all over the world. Yeah. And then when we actually started connecting up with some brilliant people, wonderful Jack, Jack Eckhart from Denmark, uh, Frederick Hagland, who's in here tonight from Sweden, Monik Bakker from uh, Holland. And we're actually finding out that, no, they don't have churches, no. they don't have centres. No. And to a greater degree, the the practice is more of the psychic gifts yeah. than the 
communication, spiritualist. Yeah, they do lots of um, tarot cards and what they call black magic. It's still wonderful, mm. uh, especially in Spain. In Greece, they will throw stones at me. When I left Greece, I was living in Greece. Lots of people asked me, why did you leave Greece? I couldn't even explain because my life path took me to come to England. Yeah. And when I came here, I found like I am home. And now I realize why. Because I was going to develop at some point. And if I was still in Greece, I'd probably be dead. Yeah. Because they will just bury me underneath all those rocks. You couldn't. Even the priest, my best friend, when I said to him about life after life and stuff like that, he said, I truly believe, but I can't say it in the church. Yeah. I will lose my job. And when he said, I lose my job, that something triggered something in me. It's like, I know you're a wonderful person, but you're just doing your job. <laughs> He's just doing the job. Yeah. Whereas true spiritual people, they're not just doing the job. They're living the life they're meant to live. Yeah. And that life, never easy. Never going to be easy. And I found that sometimes this kind of gifts given, not given, they already had it. But it's opened up for them because they had difficult life. Because they lost somebody. I lost my mom. And that's how I got into it. I start looking for answers. This can't be it. I know I felt her. My grandmother used to come and stroke me when she passed away, after passing, when she passed away. And I knew there's more to life. Yeah. And I started to looking for answers. And I found them. And when I found them, I felt I am home again. Brilliant. Brilliant, brilliant. That is, that is so heartwarming, uh, that story. Yeah. That really is. And like I said, I meant to come to England and I meant to meet the people are meant to be late getting to studio to see Colin Fry. Yeah. It's all happened yeah. perfectly. It's opened up and you only accept them not as a coincidence, as there's someone nudging you to go this way. Go there. Just because you don't know it, just because there's a darkness, go. If you're meant to go that way, mm -hmm. you have to go. Because if you don't, you will always afterward say to yourself, only if I. Yeah, if I'd only. Yeah. yeah. And also, but never neglect uh, your own energy in that because you had uh, these signs, you had mm. these inspirations. You didn't have to take them up. Exactly. exactly. You could have gone. Exactly. Nah. And through. Taking them up, I lost lots of friends. Now, some of them coming back again, or I'm going back to them. But it was a difficult time when it's all opened up for me because I was literally talking to myself or people in spirit, dead people, the more alive than we are. But all my friends kind of thinking, oh, my God, Yanis, you're completely weird. You're strange. And I had to isolate myself for a few years just to find my pathway and realizing I am not completely lost it. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a something to it, and now found it. Brilliant, 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 brilliant. Lovely Arisha down in wonderful Devon or Cornwall, one or the other. Um, do you believe? Oh, do you believe we all come down in soul groups? I think is what was the question was. So, do you believe that we have soul groups? Yes and no. There you go, Arisha. Yes, but yes, because we all connected. Okay, we all connected. My mom is my spiritual guide after she passed away. I know that at some point it was the other way. And my grandfather, who used to wear a funny pointy hat like um, Gandalf the Great, also part of my life. We all connected. Yes, soul groups, but on a level. We all connected. Just because it's your family it doesn't mean anything. I found sometimes I can be somewhere at the airport and this person walks up and sits in the opposite yeah. me. And they just one split second, there's a connection. Yeah. And a collection, my energy levels up. It goes all the way up. And just split second, we met before. I look at that person and go, I know you. You are my family. Mm -hmm. From spirit, from somewhere but I met you before. Yeah, yeah, I get that. I, um, 
opened the front door to somebody many years ago and that was my partner of over 12 years wow because we opened the door and we both went yeah i know you i know you. <laughs> that's it you don't even need to say anything i never forget i sat one place in greece and i was drinking my coffee and i sit back and the guy was sitting next to me and it was the most strange thing ever. We took breath at the same time and we exhale at perfectly slow motion, very gently. And I looked at him, he looked at me and we just went, yes. And that was that, we never yeah. spoke again. Yeah. But for that split connection, we're meant to. And I always found when that happens, spirit telling you that you're on the right path because when you choose your life, you choose yeah. your parents and you choose also spiritual guides that will reincarnate at that point and they will meet you for that point at that airport or coffee shop just for a split second to tell you you're doing okay. Yeah. That's yeah. all you need to know. Because it's the subtlety, yeah. isn't it? Uh, and we learn that more and more. We, we uh, have our thinking process with spiritualism that the evidence is garnered by the medium describing somebody not in a generic way you know i've got your grandmother here she like cooking well not good enough sorry mm. unless your grandmother here she liked cooking and her signature dish was she yeah. used to do chelsea buns because you know then okay but the more you progress with it, you just get the, uh, what we talk about quite a lot now is the synchronicity. Yes. And it's the smallest little things. It's just being attuned to them and yeah. recognizing them and going, yeah, yeah. Once you, you starting to recognize them and just allow them to be part of your life, they're all the time everywhere. Yeah. I never seen a fox in a day three times before until it happened to me a few months ago literally in the morning fox i was drove past in the fox sitting then i went uh, for a walk i always do just to connect to nature detoxify myself and there's a fox just come up he sat in the front of me just looked at me for about five minutes well that's very strange a second fox in a day three hours later the same thing i was walking back home and a fox just walked in the front of me stopped looked literally said hi with his eyes and left i thinking there is a meaning mm -hmm. but i don't know what it is so i got home go to my facebook start sort of looking through my friends and someone pop up and i had a picture of a fox friend i haven't spoke for many years so i texted him through messenger said how are you he said not really good going into depression will not be talking to you for a few days bye so for those next two days, I was just sending messages of love or fun, little things, little mm. memes, just, hi, how are you? The next morning, hope you're all right. Don't need to reply, but I'm thinking of you. Three days later, that friend came back and said, thank you very much. I, last few years, developed depression. And when it goes, I don't reply. But you kept me going. Yeah. You put smile on my face. And those synchronicities, three folks in one day must be risen. Yeah, definitely, 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 definitely. Uh, question here from Rish. I hope I pronounced that correctly. Do you speak out loud? Try that again. Do you speak out loud to yourself more as it opened up? Yes. Yes. When I'm by myself, I end up talking to myself. It's the best way to connect to your spiritual guide or your inner self, your soul, through a conversation within yourself. Yeah. Your rational mind, you call it ego, and your spiritual part. And once you start to have that conversation, it's almost like a joke, but you end up talking to a golem from the Lord of the Rings. Yeah. And you constantly have that conversation. You're realizing how your soul comes out a little bit more <coughs> and your rational mind quiets down. Yeah, brilliant. So, yes. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. I can't believe that hour has gone. Are you uh, having a good time? <laughs> flown, absolutely flown. Uh, Yanis, I am 
I am just amazed, but I shouldn't be because, as I said, upstairs gave me the nudge about you and yet true to form. Uh, I should be listening to them more and less to myself. What a wonderful evening. Absolutely. Uh, I truly enjoyed it myself. Good, 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 good. You've got a lot to give there. So you're more involved now with Hitchin Church itself, yes. I believe. So anybody watching now or in the future uh, and you're near Hitchin, really worth going to have a look at it. Uh, I've seen the photos now that have come out on Facebook. What a beautiful church. Beautiful, absolutely. It is absolutely It's glorious. actually built as a spiritual church. Oh, wow. It's absolutely beautiful. Yeah, and it, is, it shows because yeah. it is absolutely glorious. Yeah. Uh, and I, I just feel really heartened that to talk... We, we've had some amazing demonstrators on uh, these evenings, the well-established demonstrators, yeah. the ones who are on their path well and truly. They are known, they are recognised. Uh, and it is so refreshing for somebody at the beginning of their career uh, to be with us tonight to talk because it's just amazing. It, it's it's not amazing, but it is amazing. I absolutely love it. I just feel really happy that spiritualism has got people like yourself and others, no doubt, out there of similar energy, similar intents, uh, because you're the ones we're going to be handing the torches over to. You know, and it's nice to know we've got people there that will pick it up and carry on running with it. So, And I have you. to say thank you. Thank you for having me. And I'm really looking forward to tomorrow. I think it's going to be a wonderful time, as always, working with spirit. Good. I want to also thank Spiritual Church for taking me in when I was completely lost and guiding me, helping me, and putting me on the right path. And people like yourselves, I know you're saying it's, you know, you're getting old. But yeah. <laughs> because you've done this for a long time, you know what you need to do. You talk the church into people on this social media you took it to them because it's not easy for people to travel and i can see on your thing people from all over the world it's absolutely wonderful the connection that you created and taking me into yeah. your church so thank you uh, pleasure 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 thank you everybody for watching tonight now next saturday this is to be confirmed uh but fingers crossed it will transpire we have the possibility of Dr. Dan. Those of you who watched our joint enterprises with the Spiritists um, last year, there was a gentleman, Dr. Dan Assisi, and he is a wonderful, he's such a nice guy. Uh, he wrote his book, The Road to Damascus. He's uh, very strong in the Spiritist movement. Well, we have the potential that he will actually be here in person from San Diego uh, to do an evening in the church, which will be live streamed for everybody, which will consist of a talk with questions and answers. Um, the admission will be a donation for a food bank. So bring along your tins, your pastas, your milks, etc., um but that is just we're just waiting for that confirmation uh from dan he's definitely up for it if that doesn't transpire we will be back online in this method otherwise we will be broadcasting live from the church with dr dan a cc from san diego on a spiritist night in the meantime thank you very much buddy thank you and we will carry on tomorrow yes if you're in the area tomorrow, Yanis uh, will be demonstrating. Our service starts at 11 o'clock, goes through to about 12-ish. Uh, if you're able to come in person, absolutely wonderful. If not, this is streamed out live onto Facebook, YouTube, and our webpage. Some people have just made comments tonight. There is whatever it is. I don't know. There's something going on with Facebook. There's all sorts of weird and wonderful things going on. So, belt and braces, don't forget you can watch us on our YouTube channel, PCSC, Papa Charlie, Sierra Charlie. 
If you're a member of YouTube, you can subscribe to our channel. There are no financial implications with that, but it does mean you get an alert when we go live. And it is a much more stable platform than uh, Facebook is at this time. So have a wonderful night, everybody. Don't forget, you can watch Yanis tomorrow live online uh, or get it on capture. And tonight as well, you can review and go back if you want any because there's some working mediums out there. There are some brilliant stories in tonight uh, that will make excellent readings for your addresses, if you don't mind. Thank you very much. Absolutely. <laughs> so have a wonderful, wonderful uh, time, everybody. And look after yourselves. And we'll see you again soon. Bye. Thank you. Bye.